I'm Stephanie, Ambassador of Fun, and welcome back to High Five to That, a podcast all about celebrating fun stories, adventures, or just anything that'll have you saying High Five to That. And it's great being back. We took a very long break. Very long. (laughs) So the reason why we took a long break is because we had a baby, and that's super exciting and awesome and tiring and all of those things. So uh, you might hear her in the background. I I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) She having is a fun. kid she's great yeah it is so, tiring but it's worth it yeah um it's crazy how much you could do on so little sleep um that first month i don't think i slept month much at all but it's like i said totally worth it but so anyways we've been busy um raising her and but we're back now and it's great to be back we have some good stories to share. So we're going to start with a high-five roundup of good stories. Um, but for the future of the podcast, I would like to have more guests on. Uh, I'm just so curious about, you know, different entrepreneurs and what makes them um, do what they do. And I'm just super curious about that. I, I don't really have a business myself, but I just love learning from other people and having them share their stories. So that's something that's in the works. And um, yeah, so let's let's jump right in. So, uh, well, I guess the first high five was us having a baby. Us having a baby. <laughs> high five to that. Um, <laughs> and the next one is for Carol. She was on a previous episode. I forgot what episode it was. And she was actually talking about K-dramas. And she, yeah, and she was in a YouTube clip of, um, oh man, I should have it in the link in the description, but, um, I think it was, I forgot what, what station it was, but they were interviewing her about her, um, her profession. Well, it's something that she does for fun. I don't think they get paid for this, but, um, they're just different people who at home translate the K-dramas so that people um, all over the world can watch the K-dramas and read the subtitles in their own language. And I think that's super cool so that it's spreading the fun of K-drama so that it's more worldwide. So she got interviewed for that, and that was super cool. Oh. Oh, boy. She's enjoying her... What is that? It's <laughs> like a pearl. Teething, teething, teething toy. toy. Um, so she's good. <laughs> I like it when she makes the growly cookie monster sounds. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to Carol. So not only that, but she was in a news article today for the, I think it was the Union Tribune, mentioning her doing the same thing. And I think that's super cool. So um, I know we're not at the shout-outs yet, but definitely shout-out to Carol. Um, I think that's so cool. She's being recognized for all the hard work that she does with translating the K-dramas. Do you... You don't watch... I do not watch K-dramas. Any soap operas. No, I mean, like, soap operas. I, like... I I stick to the favorites. I think the most underrated funny show that I keep watching every day is uh, Bob's Burgers. Well, that's not a that's not a soap opera though. No, but it's great. It's it's a funny <laughs> show. It's it's very it's written very well. There's always something that makes me laugh out loud, and like having to hold back laughs because of it. But it's and it's always it's really good. I love it. Shout out to them. <laughs> I used to watch a long time ago, 
when I was younger, uh, my mom had the Japanese channel. And so we watched this one Japanese drama that was super cute. And it had this woman who wanted to work at a hairstyle salon. And this guy started it and he had, he was a single parent and he had a kid. And um, he was really passionate about doing hair and it was about them falling in love. And then she also helped out too with like picking up his kid from school and they it was interesting too because they had this whole like mom gang that was just like kind of mean to everybody and i'm like wow that's crazy like they have mom shaming over there too um <laughs> uh, but even though that i mean it was it was light it was lighthearted though and i haven't seen I, I don't even know what it's called i don't know would you call bridgerton a drama because we got in, highly into bridgerton when oh yeah when it first came out that was super fun yeah, yeah. i <laughs> yeah i guess so like um i don't know it's kind of soap opera ish but it, i think it's based on a book so i don't know if that counts oh. i mean there's a lot of drama yeah a lot of drama that was a lot of fun and that was like the only thing we were watching while we were trying to stay awake the first month she was born so <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun um but yeah so oh talking about bridgerton uh, Sarah, who did the art for um, for My Little Pony and Jem, um, the comic, and things like that. She's really cool. She used to live here in San Diego. Now she lives in Salem, and she's um, helping restore, you know, historical places um, in Salem. Uh, anyways, she made a coloring book, an adult coloring book for relaxation and stuff where it's, it's different scenes from Bridgerton. Really? I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they can't, I mean, it's unofficial, but I still think it's very cute and wonderful and delightful. And I know a lot of people are into like coloring as a meditation or a way to chill out. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. I think it got released in July or something like that. So it's out and about somewhere. <laughs> well, on Amazon, I think, for sure you could get it there. So we have two different articles submitted by Tom Welsh. Uh, thank you, Tom, on the East Coast. So the first one is, <laughs> I think it's funny we have music in the background. Yeah, it's not she's, me. That's, she's that's playing the drums she's right playing now. The drums. She's, yeah. she's providing music to the podcast. <laughs> uh, so he found a tweet um, that he really enjoyed, and so he wanted to share it. It was by Weird Al Yankovic. Love him. Yeah, he was saying that when he was in the ninth grade, um, he was 12, so he was much younger than everybody else. So 12 I, in ninth yeah, grade? Yeah, he was 12 years old in ninth grade, so he must have been really, really smart wow. to have like skipped grades. I, I started early. So when everybody was yeah. four, well. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that could that could be a thing. I know I had an opportunity to skip grades myself, but I was like, no, I'm cool. I don't want to do that. I was, I think, the third or fourth youngest person in my grade. Oh, okay. But it's all because you know the whole month cutoff. Yeah. Where they're like, even though you're still in the same age as everyone else. Yeah. But they're like, nope, that's too late in the year. You gotta start in the next year my mom was like no that's not gonna happen yeah yeah it's kind of a, a weird thing you know because everybody develops at different rates so um 
you know, some people are already younger and some people aren't, and that's okay. Yeah. So, well, anyways, he was 12 years old in the ninth grade. That's crazy. And he said he was younger than everybody, and he said that he was awkward, shy, and nerdy. And uh, this, I don't know where this is. I think this is like a, no, this can't be a tweet. This must be some kind of like Facebook post or something. I'm not sure where this source is from, but uh, it's a pretty long little thing that he wrote, but he said that there was a, a girl named Patrice that he had a crush on that sat in front of him. And he was just like, oh, she's so great, but I'm so shy. And so he decided to make a move and he decided to, his move was to draw a picture of everybody in the classroom. So it wouldn't be weird if he gave her a drawing that he drew. Wow, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he said that, uh, but he he made hers extra good. Like, he said that he put extra time in hers because he wanted her to see that. Can you imagine, like, everyone else is a stick figure and then hers is, like, a portrait? <laughs> um, but it was super cute. I thought it was a cute thing. I mean, I could see a 12-year-old doing that. And he says, later on, he was checking his Twitter feed, and... Um, uh, let me see. It says, I'm checking my Twitter feed and I see some woman on there talking about how she used to sit in front of me in ninth grade. And uh, being slightly less shy at my current advanced age, I decided to follow up on this. So he asked if she was Patrice. Yes, she was. Wow. And uh, he was like, oh my gosh. And he said, hey, by any chance, do you happen to remember that one time I drew pictures of everybody in class? And a minute later, she sent me this photo. She had saved it all these years. And I'm like, oh That's crazy. Look at how well he drew at 12. What? Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. That's like, hey, <laughs> like, sit in front of me for a couple hours, and I will draw you. Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> this is amazingly well done. That is great. Done. Like, I'm surprised he didn't go into art because... Yeah. Well, I don't. I didn't really follow. You know, I don't know. Maybe he does do art on the side for fun. But maybe he's and like that blows my mind that he drew that. Um, I'll try to have a link of this as there as well. I mean, it looks so good. All right. So moving on to the second story that Mr. Tom Welsh has submitted. Uh, this is in the Washington Post. It's a, the title is a dog went missing after a car crash. He is found on an Idaho, Idaho farm herding sheep wow he's like got straight to work <laughs> yeah it's really cute so what well it started out not so great what happened was the family um they were all on a trip and unfortunately there was a car accident and the, they got rear-ended and they couldn't find tilly the dog and wow. uh they were near you know farms and things like that so she the family did start looking on the farms and asking around and just like, have you seen my dog? And um, later on, uh, somebody did respond and said, oh yeah, we found your dog. He's hurting our sheep. <laughs> uh, it's just really cute. It says, Tilly walked about a mile and a half from the scene of the crash before he ended up at the Potter's farm. But he wasn't harmed. And also nobody was hurt in the, the crash where they got rear-ended. Yeah. So, that's uh, the thing with dogs. I mean, they're, we always forget that they, they have jobs, and we just take them and turn them into house dogs. And 
think, hey, you're not, you don't, you're just gonna lie on the couch. And, but man, dogs perform. I mean, I remember one time I bought a backpack for my dog, and it was like, all of a sudden she straightened up, like all her, her issues of trying to learn how to teach her how to walk her just all went away. Like she's like, oh, here's my job. I'm carrying this backpack. Here I go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because I, I forgot what type of dog this is, but um, the owner said that just in general, Tilly likes to herd yeah. anything, like yeah. kids, whatever. And so, yeah, he was probably having a good time, like a mini vacation <laughs> from his vacation. Maybe, but it, maybe he needed a vacation from his family. <laughs> He's like, ah. Like, let me go herd some sheep for a little bit, and I'll be right back. Yeah, no. he, I wonder if they drop him off now every so often. Like, yeah, hey, <laughs> He needs, uh, he needs a, a little bit of vacation, a little bit of hurting, a little bit of, you know, just get back to work. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get your paws dirty and just get out there. Uh, but talking about lost animals, this one's just posted to Nextdoor. I don't know if Nextdoor is <laughs> everywhere, but they have it here in San Diego. And somebody posted this. Uh, uh, found goat. My husband was at Twigs this morning. And someone found a goat wandering down Adams Avenue. Animal control was called, but will likely take up to three hours. And in the meantime, we're hanging out with the goat in our backyard. And then it has, like, contact information. I'm sure the goat was reunited with its people, but I thought that was really cute. Like, it's just... Are we allowed to have goats? Yeah. Yeah, you are because, well, because they have a goat. Um, a lot of people have a lot of pets. Florida, <laughs> look at like Florida. Look at all the pets they have in Texas. Um, no, I feel like it is. Because uh, back when I was in high school, I had a friend who had pet llamas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she had a big backyard. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know llamas are not goats. But, I don't know. They're kind of like the same type of, I don't know. Category? I don't know. They're, they were super cute. They listened to her. They followed her everywhere. Oh, I believe it. They probably bonded. And... Yeah. She loved animals, like, so much. So I wasn't too surprised when um, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So, oh, we have an update. So the last episode, which was last year... We had Libby of Kula Ice Cream, and I remember talking to her, and she was telling me how her goal was to have a storefront. Sure. Well, I mean, she wanted to get in, like, have her ice cream in stores and things like that, but, I mean, big, I mean, that's a big goal, too, and then, of course, have her own storefront, and now she does have a storefront, which is super cool. Yeah. So, congrats to her. Uh, their ice cream is amazing, and they also did uh, contactless delivery. So if people want, you know, plant-based ice creams, you could have it delivered to your door, which I thought was a really cool thing that they did. Um, so yay to them! High five to that! So many shout-outs. I feel like I love following up on on people and seeing how things are going. So that's really cool. And talking about plant-based desserts. Um, we're looking to have a guest on, a young entrepreneur who makes vegan desserts. I don't want to give anything away just yet, but I'm very excited to have her on. So that's upcoming. Um, I, but back to Kula really quick. 
um, their ice cream. I remember I've been wanting to ask her for a while, but I was really nervous too because I'm just a regular person. But uh, it took me so like a couple weeks to gather up the courage, and I asked her, and she's like, "Yeah, I'd love to be on the show." And I was like, "Yay!" So, um, but it gets easier asking the asking of people on the show. So, um, but I would definitely love to have more people on. Um, and if any of you have suggestions of your own business or some businesses that you think that are really cool that are doing awesome things, just let me know. Um, I'll have an email in the description as well where you can contact us. Um, but moving on, another piece of cool news that I really enjoyed is the new Marvel movie that's coming out next Friday, right? It's next Friday? I believe so, yes. Yeah, September 3rd third yeah so it's the legend of shang chi and the ten rings i yes. think that's the name yeah. i should look it up i guess but i'm pretty excited about it because i think it's really cool i love action movies and we love marvel yeah i love marvel so it's nice to have something new something different because um, we already saw everything play out with the Avengers. So it's nice to have a brand new story, something fresh. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And you saw him, the actor, Simu, yeah. in... Kim's Convenience. Yeah, and what is... I have never seen that show. That's such a great show, too. What Like, what is it... What's it about? Well, it's mostly... It's, a, it's about a family, a Korean family that lives in Canada. And they have a convenience store and all the antics that go around the convenience store. The, to me, the favorite char- my favorite character is the dad. You know, always talking about his uh, sneak attack. <laughs> people are trying to, <laughs> to get in, uh, like, trying to uh, pull one over on me. Oh, you try sneak attack. <laughs> well, I remember you saying that sometimes, but I never saw the show. So yeah, I'd... no, it's great. You should watch it. But yeah, no, it's about uh, this Korean girl who's um, basically trying to go through life also being Korean uh, and having certain things that happen to her. And it's just really funny. But yeah, no, he's the the brother of the, the main character. Oh, okay. Is he is he a regular or is he... Yeah, he's in like every episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's really cool. And um, uh, I was watching an episode... Because April, shout out to April, she was like, oh my gosh, you got to see this episode of Watcher where Steven has this show called Dish Granted where they ask different people, like, what is what is something you would love to have? And I'm going to try to f- make it super fancy. Make it fancy. Um, that's another BuzzFeed show. Oh, uh, Watcher is its own thing. But um, this guy used to be on BuzzFeed. He might still be on. I don't know. I don't really follow that. But um, he, he's friends with him. And so he's like, what do you want? And he's like, I want a fancy boba. And this boba drink looks amazing. And I wish I could have had some. They did have a pop-up shop this last Friday for a couple hours. So if anybody wanted. But it cost like $127 to make this special boba drink. But it looks amazing. Um, I think the the layer that I was most, because there was layers of the drink and it was and then you mix it all together. But the sesame layer. I love sesame. It's so tasty. I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like peanut butter, but fancy. Oh. Like 
super fancy like it's wearing driving gloves like <laughs> it's some fancy stuff it's such a great taste i don't even know how to describe it. it's just so good you got it you got to try it everybody out there look for black sesame ice cream or something it is good stuff uh, I, i've never had boba oh i've never had sesame Boba's really well i'm always afraid explain, i'm gonna explain, choke on it explain what does it taste like boba well you can, you can have boba that's like filled with different flavors sure you know like you can have some with like strawberry and well, it's what? like you you bite it and it like explodes with with the juice kind of like a gushers they're not all like that though there's different types of boba uh, but that's that one's i like that kind of boba the only thing i've ever heard of a boba when it came to like it was like and after i heard that i was like Ugh, i'm not doing that it's like one girl had boba for like every day for like three weeks and then she had to have her stomach pumped because the boba was just oh well there it's the boba tea drinks are usually like really sugary so i mean i don't know they said like there was like a like hundreds of little bubble balls in her stomach that weren't being yeah i don't know you gotta check it out it's out there yeah that's crazy i'll show you um i think most people don't have that issue (laughs) well the thing is you know everything within reason you know yeah and just i Ever since I heard that, I'm like, I don't think I want to try that. They're like, ooh. No, it's worth a try. It's it's pretty good. I mean, well, I, I enjoyed it. I but like I said, I, I I'm afraid of of choking hazard things. So I like to. I would rather eat the boba and then drink the tea or have them separated. Um, but that's just how I I would do that tea. Um, but back to to the movie, what I think is really cool is that they were saying that this is the first Marvel lead where we have an Asian in the lead. Oh, really? Yeah. like, And I think that's really cool. And I feel like we're going in the right direction. Yeah, Asians are in right now. Well, I think it's cool that we're seeing more representation and things like that. You know, because I'm half Japanese, so growing up, I didn't really see a lot of myself Sure. In Disney, because, you know, Marvel's a part of Disney. I think the one Disney princess that, when I was little, that I related most to was Belle because she had brown hair and brown eyes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then she loves to read. So I was like, oh, wow, she's she looks the most like me. Like, I'm not French or anything. but Yeah. Um, but anyways, I feel like we've come a long way, and it's really cool. And so I, I, I'm looking forward to this movie. And I'm also looking forward to – I think it's really great. Like, there's a lot of movies that are that have come out during this time that you know we have uh, different Asian actors that are yeah that are shining, and I think that's really awesome that they're getting you know lead roles and things like that. But um, it'll be cool too when we we get to the point where um, like we'll have movies where there's an Asian in the lead. And they're not doing, like, kung fu or oh, martial that's, arts. that's what Crazy Rich Asians was about. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Talking about, like, drama, uh, like, soap opera. That was such a fun movie. It was silly and fun and heartwarming and breathtaking. It was really um, beautiful. But anyways, I'm just saying that's all high fi- Those are all high fiveable things. I'm really excited with how things are going, and I'm really excited about this movie. And one reviewer who I love... Chris Stuckman. Oh, high five to that guy. I know he doesn't know me, but I've been following his story, and he loves films, and he's finally doing his first big, big film. Um, 
and I hope it's the first of many because he's just wonderful, but he was just saying, like, it made him have hope for, because he loves Dragon Ball Z, and <laughs> we all know the live-action one was a little, uh, it was, it was something. Um, it was its own thing. Uh, but he was like, it gave him hope that they could make a good life adaptation <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z. That made me laugh. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I, you know, I do vaguely remember Dragon Ball Z, you know, with Gohan and all that. I, I remember seeing it around. I wasn't really too much into it. I never watched it. Yeah, I wasn't, it wasn't my jam, but there was other things that I watched. Because, like, I would go visit family in Japan and... I remember the shows, the kids shows that I would watch. The, the kids shows back then, man, in the, like, what, the 80s? Um, I don't know if they're still like this today, but uh, they were out there. Like, some of the stuff that I, because, like, my mom got a VHS and recorded the shows so that I could watch it again when we're back in the U.S. Um, but some of them were just so out there. I was like, wow, <laughs> they're going for it. Uh, I think one of them was, um, it was called Gegege no Kitaro. And I remember the opening song, it, it was something like, I don't know all the words, but it was like, yeah, 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 like that. And it was like that. And um, anyway, so it's this kid and he is like, <laughs> he's doing his thing and he has a friend who's an eyeball and they're trying, I just remember the, the, the biggest thing I remember is that he turned into a spider and he didn't want to and it wasn't just like a regular spider it was like a straight up like kaiju situation and he started destroying the town or something i don't know and as a kid <laughs> i hate spiders so i was like no well, oh, that, no. that would explain your fear of <laughs> maybe i don't know but i do like that he had a lot of adventures so um Man, I haven't seen that show in a long time. And then there was this other show that I used to watch, and it was, like, with these wrestlers, and the guy had, like, a mohawk. I used to watch that show, too. I don't remember what that was called. Um, and then there was something that was kind of like Power Rangers, or maybe it was Power Rangers. Oh, it was it Voltron? I can't remember, but uh, I just... Were, were the I was, cats? No, but I was oh. bored. I didn't like that show. I'm like, oh, I loved this show. Voltron. It's so cool. What is it even about? Well, it was it was kind of like Power Rangers, but the Power Rangers had dinosaurs, right? Well, they and, don't but, just have dinosaurs. They they had like it was dinosaurs, wasn't it? Yeah, but then they 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 did something else. Yeah, they but, did other things. But the too. original one was dinosaurs. Voltrons were cats, <laughs> like Thundercats. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a great show. But no, I had the entire set. Oh wow! Growing up, and I would put the whole thing together, and like I, I was like I was little. But my mom was used to tell me like he like I knew what I needed, and so when I would go to garage sales or flea markets, I'd look mm -hmm. around like, well, I, I don't need the red one. I already have the red one. I already have the red, and I made sure to like piece them out. And there was like red, blue, green, black one, and I forgot what the last color was. There's five of them. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's <laughs> really cute. I like how you, you I, did that. <laughs> I would put it all together, and then it would transform, and they would all connect. It was great. Yeah, so I remember seeing something like that, but not being interested at all. Um, and then there was this other show that I watched, and, oh man, I wish I knew the name of it, but it kind of reminded me of Sesame Street in a way, which I'm watching Sesame Street now, 
with our daughter and it's super cool like they have so many cool guests on there and their songs are so catchy like i like the one i, I know it's an older song but with janelle Monet and she's talking about the power of yet yeah that's yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. favorite ones yeah it, it promotes a growth mindset which i think is really cool in a very fun way um and man there's so many good ones out there uh just google oh the macklemore i like that one too or they called them <laughs> mucklemore that was a lot of fun but anyways um so i think we're going to start wrapping it up uh, i know we had our high five shout outs sprinkled in so i don't know but do you have any actually i want to shout out okay. you oh for nice. giving me the most awesomest daughter in the world Aww. and you're a great mom thank you and <laughs> you do i know you do a lot of hard work and everything while i'm at work and and i know that you're you're really you're doing a great job thank you and that's it she's she's awesome she's turning into a, a little young one and uh she's into so many different things and she's so smart because i know because you work so hard with her thank you yeah she's awesome <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, oh yeah. Um, shout out to Itza Jean, who is getting her master's. That's my niece. She's getting her master's in special education and with honors. So high five to that because that's a high lot of work. Her. Yeah, I mean, I went through a master's program myself. It's a lot of work, a lot of hard work, and I didn't have an honors. So I know that she worked even harder for that. So, so. Good job. We're proud of you. We are. <laughs> so anyways, that will wrap it up for today. Um, we'll try to have all the links in the description. But I would like to thank all of you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and sharing our podcast with others because we just want to spread joy. And thank you for being a part of that. So, yes, thank you very much. So we will catch you later this week. And I hope you all have a great day. Bye. Bye.